I apologize today. I made a mistake. I should be, uh, the vestments should be read this morning uh, because uh, today we celebrate the, the feast of a martyr, St. Stanislaus, who's the patron of Poland. He was a, a Polish bishop about a thousand years ago, who lived about a thousand years ago. And I'm always amazed by how the lectionary somehow providentially, and it's not by the design of the church, but somehow the lectionary really does have readings that are very relevant to the saint, whoever the saint is of the day. And some of these saints' days move, and the lectionary readings change, and somehow, in my experience as a preacher, there's always these appropriate readings for the saint. St. Stanislaus, and this is so today, especially for the first two readings for our selection from Acts and from the Psalms, because St. Stanislaus was very much um, an advocate of the poor, and he had the unfortunate, uh, uh, you know, um, luck to be uh, ministering under the reign of a particular king who was exceptionally tyrannical, and and that's how he met his fate. That's how he was murdered. He was killed by this king, and we see in the book of Acts um, how the apostles are being persecuted by the by the powers that be. They're thrown into jail, and in our Psalm, we say the Lord hears the cry of the poor and how God sends his angel to rescue them. And so also in the book of Acts, the angel comes and he rescues uh, the apostles out of the prison. Um, why is this? Why, why are the righteous persecuted? Well, we have in our gospel, it says the light uh, came into the world and people preferred darkness to light because their works were evil. So there's this conflict between light and darkness. In the beginning of the gospel of John, it says that the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So it's impossible that the darkness should overcome the light. Nonetheless, it attempts to. It attempts to. And uh, even, you know, in our case, we read in the book of Acts, the apostles were, physically, they were saved. Uh, but that's not always the case, obviously. Sometimes the powers of darkness, um, they have their way to a certain extent, and they kill the righteous, uh, as it was in the case of St. Stanislaus, and actually as it would be the case for the apostles at the end of their lives. Nonetheless, even in the death of the, of the righteous, darkness has not won, because the darkness is not trying to squelch just the, the vessels of the light. It's trying to squelch the light itself. It's not possible. Okay. So the, whenever the, the person who's really moving according to God's will and doing what's right uh, makes their speaks their mind, does their deed, whatever it might be. Um, that comes from God. That was that's the right thing to do at the given time, given circumstances. Uh, they themselves might get killed for it, but the spirit in which they move is unquenchable, and the light that with which they're filled cannot be darkened, cannot be overcome by the darkness. So you can kill the martyrs, but their cause uh, persists and goes on. And sometimes actually martyring people makes the light shine all that much brighter. I think of, of Poland, uh, speaking of the light, I, I really have to say that Poland has, has always been, or at least for the past thousand years, since since St. Stanislaus, it's been a beacon of, of Catholic truth, it's been a beacon of Catholic light. Even to this day, the church there is very, very strong. Um, I remember when I was studying in Rome, I talked to a lot of Polish uh, seminarians, and they were they were like, "Oh, things are so bad in Poland. Uh, 
You know, there, there kind of is an encroachment of secularism in Poland, but we're talking things, you know, are relative because, um, you know, like they're, they're fighting things like uh, uh, abortion laws are being loosened up, for example. Those are the things that they're fighting. Uh, and that, that's bad, of course. But, you know, relative to the other places of the world, places of the world Poland is, is very, very strongly Catholic. And I hear from, I never went, I never visited, but I had a lot of American seminary friends visit Poland, and they say, every Sunday, just your average Sunday, the confessional lines are out, are out the door, and it's young people. It's not, it's not necessarily old folks. It's, it's young people with families or, who are unmarried, and they're lined up to the confessional, and the lines are out the door. So uh, Poland's, the faith in Poland is still very strong. And if we know, if we have Polish Catholic friends, <laughs> yeah, they're very, very proud. I, uh, you know, if you if you want to win, uh, you know, a Polish person over to your side, especially if they're first generation or if they they come right from Poland, as you you talk about how how great Poland is, and you, you know, <laughs> they'll love it. So they have this they have this pride, of course. But you know that pride has helped them keep the light alive. They were under the USSR. Uh, under the Soviet Republic, and the Soviets just could not, they couldn't squelch the faith in Poland. Famous, famous story of John Paul II, of course, the Polish Pope, St. John Paul II. In 1980, he went to Poland, and uh, the, the, the Soviets did not want him there, but they couldn't stop him because he had such an amazing popular appeal, and the Polish people wanted him there so bad, the Soviets couldn't stop him. And at one point, um, during his <laughs> famous kind of homily he gave, it really was amazing because the whole time, I mean, he's implicitly busting on communism and on the Soviet Republic. He's not doing it explicitly by saying, by naming names, but he's speaking the truth about the human person, about God's vocation for the human person that's diametrically opposed to, to communist Marxism. And that's what he would do all the time, and they couldn't touch him. And so here he is, and he's got a crowd of a million Polish people, literally a million Polish people who are gathered in this huge, famous square, probably Krakow. And um, I don't know exactly what city it was, but I think it was Krakow. And uh, they all start chanting at one point. A million Poles all start chanting, We want God! We want God! <laughs> it's just awesome. I mean... The Soviets could do nothing about it. The KGB were like, they were like, you know, in the fetal position in the corners. Uh, you know, they couldn't do anything against the truth of the Catholic faith and, and the life of the light that was shining and that has shone from the days of St. Stanislaus until now. So we thank God for those beacons of light that are in the world. And, uh, and we pray, we pray for today, let's pray for uh, Poland, that the, the faith would be there um, always through the intercession of St. Sanislaus.